Hello, and welcome to another episode of Healing Through Pain, a podcast dedicated to the mission of walking people towards healing and health. In each new episode, we will discuss how to show up well for the responsibilities and opportunities that life sends our way. Here is your host, Stephanie West, a licensed practicing counselor in the state of Michigan, a teacher, and a professor who lives her life at the intersection of mental health and education. Thanks so much for following along. Welcome to a new episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's an interesting topic today. It's one that over this last week, I've walked with several clients through understanding where in their relationship stories we should have had early warning signs. And it's something in my own life that I've had to be reminded of quite consistently about what is a red flag and what to do when they show up. And here's the thing. When we are walking a life that's been trauma affected, a lot of times our radars are a little busted or a lot of times our discernment is something that we question. And I've used the phrasing in previous episodes, I can gaslight myself into believing almost anything. And that's not because I want to be willfully deceiving. It's because I can look at my historical context, understand that things like being polite have been prioritized, understand that there are people with nefarious intentions, and understand that I'm just not that good at discerning those nefarious intentions quite yet. Now, I do have gut instinct and I do have, you know, sensations when something feels off. I can feel it in my gut or I feel a little bit uncomfortable or I can feel somewhat emotionally immobilized. And when that happens, for some reason, I still don't give myself permission enough to say that's enough to go running. And so this type of episode is to remind myself and it's to remind you who are listening that there are very, very clear red flags that when they show up in relationships, especially in young and new relationships, it's something that should send us running. And again, I say this for my benefit as well as your benefit because I have wise people that walk with me and when these things show up, they say, Steph, X, Y, and Z is happening. Run, girl. Get out of there. Because I don't trust myself enough yet to not be rude or to not overreact or to not emotionally respond to something. And and so I, I appreciate that people let me know that these are red flags. And I share with you so I can reinforce to you, if this is showing up or if these things are showing up in relationships and friendships, not only do you have permission to run, I urgently encourage you to get out of there. From my point of view and in my therapeutic context, the one thing that I consistently see as happening is, and and we've used the adage, those who gossip to you will gossip of you. Those who talk trash about their ex eventually are going to talk trash about you. I want to be very clear. Sure, there are outliers to every one of these, but in general, if you're talking to someone who in their former relationship, they were the victim and their ex was 100% wholly awful and their ex did all the things wrong, and then they proceed to tell you what their ex is currently doing now that validates their decisions for leaving, girl run, guy run. Those who talk poorly about their ex will reserve that same amount of decency for you if and when you fail their relationship test. If the ex is the problem or in past friendships, if the friend was the problem and the person isn't owning their responsibility in a relationship that dissolved, they're not going to own it in your relationship. I assure you that is factual. And I want to encourage you to really have discernment When you're talking to someone and they're bringing up past relational history, listen very intentionally to how they speak about people. And if they're speaking about them disrespectfully, if they're speaking about them in a very pejorative 
negative way, if they're speaking about them with malice, those are character flaws of the person in front of you, and I encourage you to run. Relationships that fail, they are our opportunity to reflect on how we contributed to something going sideways. And if we exit a relationship and we don't use that time to reflect on how we contributed, not only is it missed opportunity, it's poor character development, and it demonstrates we are somewhat emotionally stunted, if not incredibly emotionally stunted. So if you're in a relationship where someone is consistently talking poorly about their ex, you need to run in the other direction. The second thing, and it runs in tandem, when someone is telling you all of their ex's dirty secrets, friend, what do you think is going to happen? Play that out when you are no longer in their favor. Play that out. What happens to your dirty laundry? What happens to the hard things that you entrusted to them? What happens to you on the other side of this relationship when someone is now leveraging accusatory things about you and about your character? One of the pieces that I encourage my clients with and that I have to parcel through in my own life, if someone is telling me their ex baggage, I need to say something to the effect of that's actually none of my business. And if they continue to tell me things, I can let them know it makes me uncomfortable. There are really only two other outcomes to that. Number one, I kind of join them in nasty rhetoric about who their ex was. And that that's a choice. Those that we surround ourselves with, we will become like them. So anticipate that happening. Or the second thing that happens is we let it go unchecked. And now it shows up in the relationship in a self-indulgent way where the person that we're dating is going to casually bring up just how awful their ex was. And it's going to be normalized. And we're either going to have to grin and bear it, or we're going to have to push back against it. But once we tolerate it, it's going to show up again and again. I don't want to hear how bad you've got it. I don't want to hear how bad it was for you. And I do want to clarify, there are people that go through actual abuse. And when they're in a new relationship, they might draw comparison and say, this feels different, or I understand what was wrong with the last one, because I have a point of comparison in this one. And I understand what unhealth is. And I understand what health is. But if someone is constantly attacking the character of someone with whom they used to be intimate or someone with whom they got close, that's a problem. I don't want to know someone else's flaws. I want to know that the person I'm dating is aware of their own flaws and they're working on dismantling them to the extent that they can. And I want to understand that they know what their bad behavior was and how to move forward and do better. That's what I want to know. And if someone's not willing to reflect in a healthy, productive way on their past relationships, that's a red flag that shouldn't be for us. A third red flag is when someone invites you into their chaos. So if someone has a disorganized life, someone is maybe post-breakup, maybe someone's still in the throes of breakup and we get up close to them and decide that, you know what, in the future it'll be better for right now, I just have to grin and bear it. I do believe that people inviting us into their chaos is an incredibly unloving thing to do. It does not prioritize wellness, it prioritizes their self-indulgence and their selfishness. If someone invites you into their chaos, you need to run. And if you're willing to be invited into someone's chaos, you've got some internal work to do. And hey, I say that for myself as well as for anyone else who's listening. I have chosen to get close to people who have unsolved things going on in their life and who are in the throes of some serious work that has to take place. It was emotionally damaging for me to get close to them and it was unloving for them to invite me in. And that's just the reality of it. And if we decide to get close to people who have not handled their business, be prepared to be collateral damage in that relationship. Be prepared to be emotionally affected at the very least. There will be toughness that has to be navigated because you're not being invited into someone's calm. You're being invited into their chaos. And if you join them in it, it's going to be difficult. The last red flag, and this is one that shows up in friendships, it shows up in relationships quite often. People who make your story about them. In the 
the newness of a relationship, when you start to share about your life and instead of listening and hearing and reflecting and trying to understand you, someone takes your story and uses it as a launching point to tell you their story, that's concerning. Your story has to matter. Your experiences have to matter. Your things are important too. So if someone else co-ops it and makes it about them, don't assume as you guys get more comfortable and more familiar that they're suddenly going to have more tolerance for you and for your things. That's not at all how it works. So if at the start of a relationship or at the start of a friendship, someone is making it categorically about them and you let that run unchecked or you stay in it, that's not only a huge red flag, but you're setting yourself up for some long-term pain there. Your story matters. Your frame of reference matters. Your history matters. And if the person that you consider to be your significant other doesn't care, friends, you can do better. You have to do better because that is going to have long-term pain for you. I was talking to a guy and he was having some back pain and I was letting him know that, yep, I got up this morning and I worked out. And then the next morning I got up and I my gym had closed. And so I came home and I worked out on my bike here at the apartment. And he said something like, oh, well, it must be nice to be able to ride a bike. And I was kind of aghast. I was like, I, I was sharing with him. I was proud of myself for getting up in the morning, for handling my business. I had only had, I think, like 15 minutes. And so I sprinted through five miles. You know, if you bike faster than that, I'm super happy for you. I don't. That's just where I'm at. So I had just shared that in my 15 minutes, I was able to tackle, you know, a quick kind of succinct workout. And he turned it into some sort of poor me, pity me. I can't even do the simplest things instead of saying, add a girl, way to get it. It wasn't about him. He made it about him. Huge red flag. I want you to consider men, if you are chasing women who are still getting uncoupled, who are inviting you into their chaos, who are talking poorly about their ex, who are making the story about them, you need to reconsider what you're doing. Women, if you are in relationships that are new and someone is inviting you into their chaos and they're making the story about them and they're talking poorly about their ex, there isn't room for you in that story. Pause, get out of it, and find something different, something better, something where you're talking with someone who speaks respectfully about other people, who owns their own business for failed relationships in the past, someone who has sorted through their dysfunction and is now inviting you into a calmer and safer context, someone who has space in their story for you to show up and be you instead of someone who's constantly making it about them. I feel like there's future episodes coming this way. Um, Just as I go out and kind of navigate the world around me, I'm reminded again and again how much I need people around me who have good character. And if I choose to invite people in with poor character, my character will take a hit. I will become like the people that I choose to surround myself with. I want you to consider that. I want you to take that as encouragement to surround yourself well. And I want you to have permission if these red flags are showing up, evaluate why you're tolerating them, get out of it if it seems like you should get out of it. And let me tell you, if they're showing up, you probably should. And if you continue to show up in these types of relationships, do some of the work to figure out why you're tolerating what you tolerate. And I walk with many women through trying to recalibrate and refigure out how to be in relationships that are healthy because perhaps they have zero frame of reference for doing it in the past. Anyway, that's where we're going to wrap up today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen. Please share this content with friends and family. Feel free to connect with Stephanie at healingthroughpain21 at gmail.com. Until next time, be well.